Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. November 9th, 2021, and welcome to Gavin Girl Time. We got a bunch to talk about today. Yay! And we're going to do something a little new because of... We're going to try to follow a format. <laughs> Yay! Of our ADD. There is so much to talk about this week, and I don't want to lose it like before it becomes old news and it's like out of the news cycle. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a topic, we're going to bitch about it for 15 minutes, and then we're going to move on. Yeah, this is what you get when you just get us. Yeah. So, you start, since it was your idea. No, you start, because it's your topic. It's my topic. Gets to be the first topic? Yeah. You have just as many topics as I have. (laughs) It was your idea. You get to start first. You don't get to just make up ideas and throw people in the fire without an example. Okay, let's talk about Astroworld. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about Astroworld. Demon riddled... (laughs) <laughs> I sent you a TikTok earlier today that it's easier seen it. it's easier for people to believe the conspiracy theory than it is to the tragedy of what happened. Yeah, the and, and not um put safety measures in place to where this does not happen again. With that being said, I do not know What do you mean? The conspiracy theories have nothing to do with whether someone would put uh, safety precautions back in again. That's that's not enforce the safety precautions yes. that were already there. Well, like I doubt the government is dealing conspiracy theories. The one we're talking about, the conspiracy theory, is the fact that he's like in the Illuminati and a Satanist and did a witch ritual or whatever and sacrificed these people. That's what the that's, That's what, what the, the conspiracy, conspiracy theory, theory is. Yeah. Yes, but it's it's easier to think that it's Satan doing all these things. Well, I don't than think actually Satan, Satan was running around the concert with a hypodermic needle randomly <laughs> injecting people. I mean, there's somebody not cool out there doing some heinous shit, and I don't think it has to do with the devil. I'm just saying oh. the conspiracy theory. I mean, I'm sure, you know, whatever. That's... Maybe. So eight people died. 300 people were injured, still in hospitals, and probably countless others. I think they said the it was 50,000 people there. Now, look, I don't know shit about Astroworld. All I know is that it's a music festival. I do not even know who Travis Scott was. Well, is Astroworld an amusement park? No. This is some kind of music festival that happens. Like you set it up? In, I thought it was taking place in the park. Like Astro World itself was, a, but I could be wrong. I don't know. And there just used to be an amusement park in Houston called Astro World. So, and by the way, yeah, evil. It was would, in Houston. So the devil so would make the, you do it. The Astro World Festival 
Right, which is his, his festival that he put on. Maybe it's several years in a row. I just don't know about the Astro World Festival, but I thought Astro World itself was an amusement park. But that does This guy's been sued several times for his concerts and people getting injured there. And I have uh, mixed feelings about this. Okay, if you're going to a place that has 50,000 people, uh, it's kind of like Rack, you know, what we talk about in the BDSM mm-hmm. world, you are assuming the risk that something bad may happen there when you have that many people in that small of a space. So I have a little bit of a problem with you're going to sue the artist, you know, for something that went on there. Well, when you buy the tickets, the ticket disclaimer, ever since The Who, do you, you're pretty young. I don't know. Do you remember when... I know the story. The band had a lot of people got trampled and mm-hmm. all of that. Uh, that's when they started printing disclaimers on the back of tickets for venue places and stuff like that. Did you see any of the footage with the people just screaming for help and nobody even yes. helping? The apathy of the people as well has a thing to do. Like That's another thing that I wanted to bring up. Okay, so this guy's uh, fan base. and by Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just well, wanted to retract. It, it definitely was, I mean, the devil that made him do it. You know, I'm like, I don't think it wasn't the devil. But yeah, that was just inherently evil if we're going to call you know one side good and the other side evil so that's what i'm saying the conspiracy i'm back with the conspiracy people <laughs> that are talking about his Satan. fan base is 18 to 24 or 15 to 24 young males okay what do young males have a lot of oh yeah lots of testosterone a, a lots of testosterone a lot of aggression mm-hmm. i don't know I've been to Lollapalooza once. I got caught in the mosh pit once. Never fucking again. Yeah, ever. It's bad. Ever. I I have I lost no... all feeling in my legs at a rush con- <laughs> rush concert because I was right up front and pushed on the bars the whole concert. Yeah. And you know I was thin then, but just my hip bones. But all the circulation people that I was with had to carry me out my car. I was in Biloxi, Mississippi and didn't get feeling in my legs again until I was in Mobile, Alabama still with 50 miles to go to Pensacola, Florida. You know, I mean I was halfway in a trip. So yeah, that's crazy. It's dangerous thing. Yeah, I thought, oh my god I am paralyzed and and went back to another concert. It didn't stop me from going to concerts. I had also sent you another TikTok of this girl (laughs) who, who was saying that this person, Travis Scott, was has been a problem at his concert since 2014. And she was telling her personal story of where, uh, I think it was The Neighborhood and then White Arrows, which is more, you know, kind of an indie, calm, alternative little band. The, a lot of their fan base is young teenage girls Yeah, in there. So you have the two acts before are young teenage girls who are just watching this calm-ass concert, okay? And she was saying that she got there early and was up at the barricades during those two concerts. Yeah. She said during intermission, when before Travis Scott came on, that there was a wave of aggressive young males mm-hmm. just approaching the stage and was basically shoving all the girls aside, throwing them down, all this she said that she was hurt too that she was beating them with an umbrella and such 
in there. It's a crazy, yeah, and crazy they're story. Outside. I mean, this yeah. isn't like they're inside an auditorium, yeah, or whatever. But they're outside. I cannot necessarily blame the testosterone and the aggressiveness of young men on one performer. Right. The, I mean, though he evokes that emotion from them. Yes. He apparently likes that energy. Yes. So he, you know, he brings that back. Yeah. I. It, it's wild. I don't know how even security could have foreseen that. Because I know that they doubled their security just because of this person. Yeah. And I participate in festivals that are DIY festivals that people volunteer for security for in our festivals. And we've never, you know, I mean, like there has been tragedy happen, like at Burning Man, say big Burning Man. Mm -hmm. There have been people that have ran into the fire, but that whole entire perimeter is full of security and people who are watching for that thing. And it's just so big. You know, if somebody gets by you, they can get by you. Yeah. So imagine a stampede of people. Right. If you're one person trying to, trying to control yeah, an area, I mean, what what if you have, it? let's just say conservatively, you have 25 people rushing you. So do you, I think the problem with this, uh, the culpability of the artist here is he had, uh, Although he was perched up on stage and saying, hey, hey, let these people get by, let them get out, you know, when he watched the first limp body being carried out, he should have said, hey, we're yes. going to take a break. That's another point. Until you get this yeah. carried, taken care of. And there have been countless videos of other artists showing where if somebody gets hurt and they've seen it, they have stopped the entire yes. thing yeah why did and he continue to go like this is going to be done today on Satan. this day well right yeah it was a <laughs> ritual with sacrifice that's why eight people were selected to be injected or however many i don't know look i can make up conspiracies just as good as anyone else the I don't whole have to have that facts. whole um i only have to feel strong the needles about thing it. hasn't been confirmed but i mean come on you've got one side saying Oh, nobody's going to waste their drugs. Well, if it was, you know, part of the ritualistic, um, you know, uh, sacrifice, I'm sure they will. It's us, both of us. We're just too valuable to our people in our circles. It's yes. just how it goes. And, you know, so it's anyway, we got. Uh, but do you think, do you, on one side, I can see that, no, nobody's going to waste their drugs on there. On the other side, I see there's a lot of sadistic people in this world. And yeah, who said it was a drug that they would want to use, do? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. And watching the pain of other people turns a lot of other people on. I mean, we've talked about this yes. numerous times. So I can be, I can see that scenario happening where a dude is just There's going just through, just stabbing people in the stuff. neck. Yeah, yeah, could have had the same. Who knows? Oh, well, don't you think that they would change, you know, their, the needles and so, um Really? No, they, no. They're, they're injecting drugs in you. The Do you think they care syringe. about your safety? They did, did they give swab you with the alcohol <laughs> yeah. beforehand? Yeah, and who's, 
I don't know. I haven't seen a These toxicology are... report, nor am I even in Houston to investigate Nancy Drew. Mysteries. I'm getting I'm getting these quotes from um, young men don't know what they're talking about. Haven't lived a life, basically. Yeah, I always love. I anyway. Yeah, I, I don't want to sound bitter. I've sounded bitter for a long time. I think this about... is an age thing, also. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to a festival anytime soon. Um, not of that magnitude. Yeah, it wouldn't be my style anyway. The but I can't say I would not go to a festival. Like I would love to go to Bonnaroo and be at Bonnaroo, you know. But who yeah. knows? Something terrible like that could happen at Bonnaroo. Well, something terrible yeah. could happen anywhere. Anywhere, at any time. So I think that it's tragic. I think that it's... Should this guy be sued, though? He's going to be sued. It's not going to be a matter of should he. He will be. I, I mean, think he's already being sued. He should have an insurance anyway. But I know that it's egregious that a 10-year-old child was killed there. I think that it's mm. egregious that people were clearly screaming from help on video and nobody... Uh, even bothered to stop, you know, like, yeah. uh, those kids are monsters. They're turning into, you know, uh, non, the apathy is so palpable. It's sad. There's zero sympathy and or empathy with some kids. And I, I'm shocked. I'm going to kind of blame the internet for this one. Oh, I'm absolutely certain that it is, but that'll go in with the rest of all of our, <laughs> conversations for today for sure because um there's a lot of brainwashing a lot of gaslighting a lot of uh it's it's just rough i'm sorry i lost my word there that i was thinking of but it's we they it i believe you know because i think that there is a them and you go who are them and they well i think that there are people it may even be just ai Wanting to control and manipulate. But, it could be. It could be a total Terminator situation. But once you realize how propaganda works and you know how to push those buttons, if you want to control anything, if you, you know, that's my mom had a saying all the time that was second liar doesn't have a chance. And as humans, what happens that we, uh, tend to believe whatever story we hear first whether it's correct or not so it doesn't yeah. matter whatever you hear retraction to you that could be a lie so unless you go figure out the facts itself you know all right next topic that was the alarm yes it was so and it's your turn well all right since we're going to talk about people manipulating and dividing and propaganda you know, I got to how do you feel about the new lieutenant governor of Virginia, Miss Winsome Sears? Well, um, before you said something, I I follow politics, but I don't follow it very close. So the lieutenant governor of Virginia is very low on my list of knowing. But now that you have mentioned her name, I have okay. looked her up and turns out that she's the first woman as lieutenant governor and she is the first woman of color as the lieutenant governor um it says here she's a republican i, I really don't want to get into parties so much as i want to get into 
what issues she stands on mm-hmm. rather Correct. than just um yeah maybe she could only get in there as a republican on that ticket oh, yeah. maybe her democrats <laughs> wouldn't run her <laughs> yeah you know and so that's what bothers me to for the continuum of our last conversation propaganda propaganda and divisive how is this propaganda? Politics. Are you saying this is propaganda? No, or? I'm saying the fact that you didn't even know she was elected, Miss Feminist that you are, is divisive propaganda that nowhere in your newsfeed, nowhere in your on your phone, nowhere at any time did it pop up with anything you had going on at a time of election. Did it pop up anywhere that you even knew who she was until today? And I'm disappointed in that. Not It's not about you. It's about what your algorithm is feeding you. Mm-hmm. So you're not seeing a diverse enough algorithm or they're trying to continue to brainwash you into a specific hiding information. It's the same as when 2020 and You never heard in a Biden slogan, let's go, Joe, or anything like that for fear somebody would Google and find an alternative candidate and take votes away from vote blue no matter who. And it has not worked out quite as great as we were hoping that it was, as people were hoping that it would. Now, I find something interesting, and you had mentioned this a little bit earlier, that she rejects the notion that the nation is plagued by systemic racism. Yeah, of course she rejects the notion. She is a immigrant who came to America as a black female and has now become the first elected lieutenant governor of her state. That would be impossible if the statement was true with how it, it, as far as people being able to achieve, black people would never be able to achieve everything. And I think that, however, in the counterpoint of that, one of the things that she's planning to do is uh, she's pro-immigration, obviously, and she plans to fully fund all black historical museums and schools in Virginia. Like, they'll get fully funded and proper black history and the contributions and who, how black people have built America, have helped definitely build America, but they haven't been the sole builders of America you know, but they're part of America. Black people are very much part of America. And I think she'll help get rid of that. I think that there has been a lot of systemic racism, but I don't think it should be. Maybe it's finally time, Gail. Maybe it's finally time to elect women to office. Yes. And to have some change in this world. 50 states. That's how I feel. Red or blue, whatever your, you know, whatever your party, I think it's time to be woman led. And, and it bothers me even in, anyway, we're so emotional though. How could, how could we possibly lead? 
Yeah. We're so emotional. We are super emotional. Yeah. Because men are never yeah. emotional. Never. They don't ever do anything like trample and kill people at mosh pits. <laughs> right. Or, you know, <laughs> lash out and murder people by their sheer force of power because they're so good with their emotions or break yeah. down crying. Break down crying during their, um, their Supreme Court nomination. Yeah. Any of it. Whatever. <laughs> They're all emotional. They've just been taught hide the emotions. So I'm on her site right now. Mm -hmm. She was a Marine. Yeah. She's a badass. Yeah. Uh, In addition to her master's. And adjust. I like this. Yes. In addition to her master's degree, she's also built a successful business as a trained electrician. Yes. She also ran a homeless shelter. Yep. I see that for the Salvation Army. Yeah, I'm not so really it sounds like always to me that thrilled she's... with all of the Salvation Armies. I think I'm you sh- even, but... I but I'm a fan of inclusivity and I'm hoping that her she has more compassion with her conservativeness. It's like me, I'm not anti-capitalism. I'm anti-capitalism being out of check. I just think that they're I hope that they can get along and not fight. Hmm. So I'm reading her um, her issues, what she was running on, and uh, enact a 12-month business, small business tax holiday, cut unnecessary regulations by 25%, protect Virginia's right to work law, and oppose forced unionization. Virginians are not defined by the color of their skin, but the content of their character. Still, data shows that black Virginians are disproportionately failed by our government, whether it's in education or whether it comes to job opportunities. Winsome will uplift black Virginians as lieutenant governor. Specifically, Winsome will push to create a black Virginians advisory cabinet to the governor make a once in a generation investment in historically black colleges and universities create 10 legacy wealth startup incubators in black communities that promote black entrepreneurship. Yeah, which is what people want, but they just want to label it how they want to label it. So are these things that she is trying to push, are they part of systemic racism of why, why does this need to be done if there is no systemic racism? I don't I think that okay first of all nobody is saying that there is not or has not been systemic racism Uh that it's the continuation like yes it flipped and became this way it didn't start the systemic racism started when they figured out white men in power figured out oh my gosh and they they're classist like because you know i believe in that there is a cabal and i believe that there are very wealthy 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 people who play with people like you know whatever so yes there is that comes from classism they're just using skin color as a way but it's a it's a classist battle but they did use race when they felt for a long time and this would be you know a lot of eastern european 
mindset where they felt that black people were inferior, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it goes back to the same. You're you're afraid of people who are do not look exactly like you. Well, what they prove they're by far not inferior, that they are quite superior. They're equal and above average to in many, many, many standards, just like, uh, you know, there are a lot of people there, you know, I don't know how to explain their people. The epidermis is not any different than any other, Mm -hmm. but so it doesn't matter you know what I mean but I think people are surprised back in the olden days the narrative was that they were not that the this person is inferior they don't think like you they don't uh they're not as smart they're not whatever and they how do I say this without it sounding insane so okay if that narrative is true when they took slaves from the jungle to come to America, imagine how a, a group of people who were civilized for hundreds and hundreds of years, what they thought about these people that were supposed to be savages, that were living free and easy, you know, it, wherever that they were living their best life, or maybe not, I don't know. I wasn't there, I can't say. So, but they take what they think is inferior humans because they're not civilized and they're in a jungle and within a hundred years they're out prospering by the set of rules that the standards of America was built on all right they were able to excel and outdo most privileged white male European classist immigrants that came over to America, you know, to colonize here. So you had very wealthy or criminals that were coming over to work for the very wealthy in the on the European ships or the pilgrim, the religious free. But the people that were building industry and inventions and things like this, black people contributed so much to this but for that mindset back then yes I'm I have no doubt but they proved to them unequivocally we can do it and better than you and the thing is is that at that time too there are a lot of black females that were equal because that's how from where they come from it was in some instances Place. Right, because most uh, tribes are yes. a matriarchy, because women get shit done. Well, and then, you know, what's sad is as uh, they everything was colonized, that changed too. Like, now it became, you know, where women were less than in some tribes and stuff like that. And it's, of course, where places are colonized. I, I'm, I am saying the realization that... They could easily be superior to you is the reason that tables flipped, the KKK came in. I mean, I'm simplifying everything. Everything is way more complicated than, you know, how I am making it. I'm just talking the emotion 
of the time, not, you know, the thing. And obviously, in order for the Civil War to have happened, people thought that slavery was bad. And These people are so dumb that they're going to do whatever we say as long as we beat them. And, you know, they're going to do whatever they say. They're never going to rise up over us. Why? They're never going to rise up and do the things that we've set out for ourselves right also try to keep people uneducated you know they would kill people hurt them whatever for uh reading and writing but you had a lot of normal compassionate human beings that were like that's crazy and here let me teach you how to read and let's teach you how to write and this is dumb you were talking to you. You're very smart. What's is like people recognized people because not everybody is completely evil, and we are all people. Like I would never, if I needed blood or if someone in my family needed blood, I would never say, "What's the color of the epidermis that this type O came out of?" You know, I think that's one way to really in racism quite frankly you know let somebody check a box on what blood they would prefer to have and you know have everything down like white you know caucasian black whatever asian da 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 check what blood you want to have and then over on another box have like o o positive a a negative a b negative and if you check a race box you know <laughs> Well, we're out of that blood. Sorry about your luck. And just, you know, just whoops. What do you do with those people? I guess they just die because they don't get the blood. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, you don't give them the blood. You're out of it. Right. You don't, you can't give them their preference. And you don't have a next best thing. Sorry. We only have all of these other bloods. We don't have any Caucasian blood left. Sorry. You know? And on that, next topic. Yeah. Now, this one's near and dear to me. Okay. But it's Gwen Shamblin. <laughs> Gwen Shamblin is, uh, was, I'm sorry, she was the pastor of the Remnant Fellowship Church in Franklin, Tennessee. Now, I don't know how much you know about Tennessee, but Franklin is one of the most um, richest counties in the state of Tennessee. That's where your country music stars live, your NFL players live, uh, a lot of old money lives there. That's um, all the cabal money. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But Gwen Shamblin, back in May, her plane, her jet, her private jet that she had, went down in Percy Priest Lake with her husband and I believe six other people. Her will just came out, and it was found out that she did not leave anything, any money. She left all the money and everything in the property, except for the church and the land that the church is on, to her children, and didn't leave anything to the church. Now, a little bit of backstory here. She left her church because she denounced the Trinity, and then went and started her own church, where she was pastor of. That's funny to me, but it's also very, very feminist to me. She was like, uh, 
fuck you. I'm going to create my own church over here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be the pastor of it, and I'm going to run it. And she's also the person that came up with the way down diet, where you just pray your hunger away. I remember That's people true. when I was in church regularly, I remember people doing that diet. So what I wanted to talk about was in the early being 2000s. a Christian and practicing the ways of Jesus and helping those that are less fortunate than you. But this woman on the other side was a pure capitalist, even though she said that her way down was her ministry. Now, to me, I guess ministry to me means different than than to other people, because when people say it's their ministry, you are paid enough so that your life is where you're comfortable. But the rest of it, the rest of the money is Mm -hmm. into the ministry. Yeah, and to help another people. Yeah, you take a humble salary, Mm -hmm. and then the rest of it is to God, is to Jesus. If you've committed your life to that, sure. Yes. You know, I mean, I don't... uh, Because I am a capitalist, I I find it funny that uh, I don't know how much she's given away during her time, so I can't say. Like, I'd, it'd be interesting to see her financials over the year, you know, over the years. Because God only asks 10% of you. Like, I don't know where that church and the property was left, but it could have been worth several million dollars that the church could sell and have pure revenue. I think the last we look, it was everything there was worth $40 million. At the church. At Yeah, the church and the land around it. And then how much did her kids get? I mean, 40 million is quite a chunk to leave a church. Okay, I was wrong. Um, It killed her husband and five leaders of the church. So seven people instead of eight. Oh, the car, the plane crash? Yes. Um, Which her husband flew. He was a budding pilot. He had less than 300 hours under his belt. Hmm. of flying time and I think I would have to look this up but I think that you have to have at least 300 before you can fly the particular jet that he was flying but I don't know but he only did 272 that's really Mm -hmm. terrible I don't know how much however the church depending on the work that it does for the community is also important does it have a food pantry does it does it feed and clothe the people in the area that it's around i've said this before and i say it again if churches are going to be tax exempt they should at least have to show an accounting of where they put whatever you would tax a business making that kind of money back into the community the whole idea of it being tax exempt is that those dollars don't go to the government and that you are able to help people immediately right. instead of dealing with the bureaucracy of the government and for the government to say, well, we have this pool of money and we have this many people, so we can only give you this many dollars to help you. I can take you right now by your hand and get you food at many different places and organizations and in this town. And one of which isn't even a church. Knox Pride Mm -hmm. has a food pantry and a food ministry. So 
and a clothing ministry. Yes. So there, uh, uh, there are many churches that do do this. It's the huge mega churches that I would like to see their accounting. I mean, it doesn't have to be in their neighborhood. Well, that's a slippery slope right there because, okay, so the church is, is tax exempt, but your program that you have and all these big televangelists have a program that they sell to other churches and to the public. Hers was this way down diet that she had and had like presentations. And then the ter- churches would also show this to their uh, partitioner. Par- is it partitioners? Is she Parishioner- Baptist? Parishioners. Parishioners. Is she yeah. Baptist? Because all, all the churches run differently. They don't all have like the same protocol. I'm saying is you're making private money off of your product that is taxed yeah so what are you going to do yeah you're going to funnel it all through the church so that it is not taxed yeah there's going to be a lot but i'm sure there's a lot of loopholes in there however i'm pretty sure the irs watches the nonprofits. do they well, if they did, don't you think that would be a bigger story than what it is? And that you would see you would see churches complaining about that, about the fact that they are watched so heavily by the IRS. Well, I don't think we have as many million dollar churches as, you know, I think we have a lot of small grifter churches and regular churches throughout peppered throughout. And then you have like mega churches that get a lot of press and that you do have people that are charismatic and good enough at business and that the ones that do parlay like an internet influencer nowadays this into something bigger like uh, most churches when somebody comes through they they don't sometimes they'll have books that they do sell and they are making yeah. money off of i don't know what their finances are there are some people that come through and they have nothing and they'll the pastor will say hey give a love offering like passing around a tip jar and they go home with you know where I've seen the accounting where they have to go take that money and count it and then give it to them but you know sometimes a couple grand in their pocket to go and even speak or give a testimony so yeah you can make money out of you know loving jesus it's like what are you gonna do with that money afterwards which i don't know i don't know anything about this woman so i don't know if she helped a lot of people and you don't hear about it you know people are just now hearing about all the things that dolly pardon has done over the course of her life like and she sounds like a saint right now but You know, back in the day, people didn't like Dolly. Dolly did what she wanted to do for herself anyway, you know? So I don't know. I can't say. And you've been into it and you've watched like the biography and all that kind of stuff. I don't know who all she was dealing with. And I'm not even trying to be her fan. I don't know anything about her. But there is a lot of evil in the church. But there's a lot of good that comes out of the church, too. I guess... I would think that you maybe know more about her because because of what she's accomplished as a woman in there. 
Well, I just and, didn't follow what, her because what she's, she's accomplished in the church. But well, I, it, I'm not part of the Baptist church, you know, thing. So I don't. I heard about her way down the pounds. I may have actually seen her speak before in the, you know, late '90s. I don't know. And the church put out a statement in regards to Gwen Estate. Gwen, Michael and Elizabeth decided almost two decades ago to give up approximately 10 million of what they what would have been Michael and Elizabeth's inheritance to the building and grounds of Remnant Fellowship Church. Also donated Way Down Ministries and their proceeds, as well as all her intellectual properties over to the church. This was an incredible gift of generosity from Gwen and her family's inheritance, and the church would expect no more. And then the next sentence is, it's not clear why the church needed to go sign a mortgage for over $2 million in July of 2014. Why the church had to sign a mortgage? Uh For who? Like on the church? On the church. At the time of her death, Shamblin was one third of the way through a nine week video series on greed, a series in which she urged remnant followers to prepare to give up all their wealth. Now, I'm going to show you her wedding video and then you tell me why she would be asking her parishioners to give up their wealth. How long ago was this? 2018. She divorced her husband and then married this guy two months later. And this might eat up into our time. Yeah, it's cool because yeah. it actually will segue into the last. So, yeah, we'll just go from. And this was 2018. Yes. Gosh, that seems like some crazy conspiracy stuff, too. Like, you know, from yeah. the opposite. Did she ever, but did she, when she first married the original husband, did she have her dream wedding? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, listen, it's like, does God care though what your wedding looks like? No, God I just, doesn't at all, I just, but young, and I know I mean, she's not young, but a lot of women dream about their absolute dream wedding. Maybe this was her dream person and she could now afford the opulence of it it's also a metaphor for the great celebration the great feast you know that's the whole thing the church is the bride Mm. and that god you know the table that everyone is invited to is supposed to be like the grand feast of the wedding that all should come and you know be so maybe it's a metaphor for uh what heaven would be like for her maybe she had a premonition she was gonna die but that hair man <laughs> and that was 2018 yeah and where does she live again in ten yeah tennessee maybe she's in brentwood trying. well the higher the hair the closer to god huh yeah she took that seriously <laughs> That just became a whole entire know. life. I just choice. have a really hard time with, with. So you know, if I've got you're a whole a Christian, number about it, I get it because there are a lot that do. You know, there are a lot that are really not good people, but there many, are a lot of people that are good people. All right, good. Because my next question was, with this event right here, how many people could that have helped 
with the money that was spent here, which I'm I'm going to I'm going to get money was I mean, granted, <laughs> money was spent. But how do you know it was any more just because it looks super opulent? Do you know how many people may have gifted things for that? How many of those kids wanted to be in the celebration or whatever? I mean, it may not. It just might appear like it was a lot of money. We don't. We invest a very low ticket price into making an experience happen. So I would it's suggest, just how it looks. So yeah, basically, I would as going and a watching, person, watching that that the HBO whole series on her, yeah, and then come back and talk to was me. Was it a about thing it? that she recorded herself? Well, I just find it interesting that people want Christians to be perfections. I'm not and, saying that. I'm just saying if if you're but this she's is my just personal encouraged opinion. her church to give all their wealth away. You know? Now, does that mean her kids are going to go give all their wealth away after? I mean, I'm just saying. I don't... I'm I'm playing devil's advocate. I don't know anything about her. Yeah. But I find it interesting that there's a misconception that because you believe in Christ, you should live in poverty. And that's not true. You You should actually be wealthy so that you can help people at any given time the difference is your heart your heart should make you want to help people like have being a dolly pardon capitalist i don't think that you have to be a christian in order to give you don't have to be a christian to help people at all i think if you're professing that you want to follow a christ-like life you're telling that people you should help people you're telling people to give away all their money while you're dressed in designer clothes, while you're wearing all the jewels, while you have your hair and makeup done every day by somebody. Is she so, I mean, giving you're... her money away, though? I mean, is she, at the end of this, like, does she also give her money away? Well, they couldn't finish the documentary because she died. We don't know. It, and it's, it's not well, just her. It'll be her. interesting to see. I know that there's a lot of people. I get it. You know, there's nothing more wonderful than to see somebody fall from grace or to not, uh, you know, be anyone's idea of what you should be. I I get that. Uh, I don't think that money is evil. A lot of people do think money is evil. I think that... It's the way that it's a tool. It's evil in the way that it makes people feel. Yes. The fact of uh, the love of money is what can be evil. It's like having an addiction to anything else. Being addicted to money can can be evil. Um, Dolly Parton has and I want to talk about this because my our the final thing that we're going to talk about today is real quick TikTok and I don't know how accurate things are because again propaganda we should name this whole thing really propaganda and the Illuminati. maybe we should um but you shared a video with me that was a third world country ad about the poor impoverished Americans a German ad asking for America um to help America's poor children that live in America. And so, you know, that it's so sad on what their diet and everything is like here in America. 
And I am so sad and ashamed. Like my dad would be so ashamed. And then I heard, I I shared it as well. And somebody else said, oh, they also have one for China. It's a shameful thing because we have plenty of resources. And is it just propaganda or, yeah, feeding America? Poverty and hunger in America, feeding America. That's the American organization. Okay. And that's what I wanted to bring up, too, because this is not the first time an ad has been made. Correct. I don't know if this is the first time it's been made in a foreign country, but it's not the first time um, that this ad has been made. It's just been made before by feedinamerica.org. Correct. What I... Yes. And that's that's fine. Like for I don't have a problem with that at all because why for America to be aware of Americans that are hungry and that Mm -hmm. need things. Yeah, that's America. Why would you not tell your family in your home? Hey, we have a problem. You know, you don't tell your seems like to me it falls on deaf ears. But well, yeah, because we would want to be divided by propaganda propaganda divided we fall united we stand divided we fall it's just freaky because well, my dad was adamant that? about that who, and you're just, who do i think uh, is the propaganda yeah everyone everyone pushing the all new of them. world order man all of them politicians all you know when it comes down when it comes down to it do do you really really think that there's going to be one entity that just rules the entire world yes i think that that there will be one power that and that everybody in the world everybody everybody all eight billion people are gonna well there won't be that many people because they will kill (laughs) off everyone who does not agree with their thought process and they will start anew in their new world order with those people you realize just by having a diverse opinion that's the other thing because i want to talk about the food in china and germany but really i think what i want to talk about is the propaganda that it does because first of all in america you can be fed if you are not being fed in america it is because somebody is in your home who is too prideful to ask for help because you should get help. There are resources. If you're a child, though, there's not a lot you can Correct, do about that. which is why I was super upset about how long the lockdowns went on with children in their homes because I myself have been part of backpack ministries because, you know, us evil Christians like to do things like secretly pack backpacks full of food every Friday to send home with children that... Uh, don't have enough to eat or anything like that if you don't have food and you can hear me in my voice at any time you message me you will have some food period you know I can't always guarantee it'll be like what you want to eat but we will get you some groceries if I have to go door to door and ask for myself but I know of literally three or four places right now in town in Sevierville as well that you do not have to be humiliated you can go in you can get food 
a variety of food that you don't have to go hungry. You know, not uh, food scarcity is very important to me. You can tell by my shape that I have uh, definite ideas and relationships about food. In my mind, a prosperous person has a stocked pantry. It's not what you drive. It's not how you dress. It's that you got enough food to eat. Do we need more shelters for people? Yes. Yeah, we do. There are a lot of things. Heck, some of these billionaires could easily be Dolly Parton capitalists and buy places. I think Walmart should have to do something with the land that they continue to pave over and then buy more and rebuild. That's a whole nother thing. Capitalism unchecked is just as bad as being forced to live in a totalitarian government. They're just as bad. That's what people don't seem to realize. But I think everybody realizes if you don't it, Gail. Think Jesus, but I think that I a lot Jesus of people feel feel back. powerless to do anything about it. I don't know about you, but I don't know why am, everybody thinks they got to wait for the damn government. We can do things on our own as well, and we have been. That was the whole idea of how ours was. The government was set up. We always should have been. The government never should. We we shouldn't have to suck off the tit of the government. That should have been literally the things that were put in place was supposed to be a safety net for the few that were not able to make it. That, that just absolutely were not, whether they were mentally incapacitated or physically incapacitated, able to make it. Then through loopholes and through bending of the rules, and trust me, I'm just as bad as anybody. I am the justifier for bad behavior a lot of the time. Uh, But through loopholes and bending the rules and this person being more special than that person, it became... You know, and of course, if you have money, that makes you more special because that's the prize, the end of the game. You know, whoever has the most money or the most toys or whatever. But it wasn't always that way. And people took care of themselves and each other. And you bartered and you traded. And that's why the Native Americans did such a bad deal when they were like hey you know we'll give you some beads and this fur for you know uh, an alcohol and some of these spices for this land when they looked around and saw all of the land they laughed ha 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 you know that's just preposterous we got a good deal it's just land we got more land until okay no no I guess it wasn't such a good idea we have the trail of tears and people that are tyrannical and that's where the cabal starts <laughs> but if it's been a thing of good versus evil throughout our whole life or whether it is classist and you know master slave or whatever there is desire from entire governments to be the top one ruler yeah it's called north korea they they're they're doing it china will be the china owns north korea 
China owns Korea. It will be China. 100%. TikTok is owned by China. So all the propaganda mm-hmm. that you'll be pushed and forced through the algorithm, you know. And it's not like it's just one diabolical uh, person. <laughs> you know, I'm the brain and I shall rule the world. It is literally an entire mindset of it doesn't matter how long it takes. We will be the superior supreme ruler of whatever and that's what you should we should all start studying because we'll see what what they act the effects they actually have you know see what they really think and what they really want it's very scary for some for some it's great but when people see like how happy the you know people will talk about well it's capitalist more now you know it is a capitalist well it has to be because hong kong is still they're still under transition they had to have a 50 year transitional period in jamaica jamaica was owned by england and then they got their independence same as hong kong had you know england i England had Hong Kong for so long, the Great Britain did, and then in, what, 97 or whatever, and then China will get complete control over Hong Kong, the financial epicenter of the world in 2047. So it's 50 years of indoctrination to have a free society go into a totalitarian government controlled society and you yourself has seen from the the muslims the frontline the uh reprogramming camps the things like that that they already do to take care of there there are uh you know all kinds of suspicious deaths whatever who knows but that's and we are slowly but surely like a frog in a pot being indoctrinated to all of this comply obey comply tattletale tell on each other you know social credit system vaccine passport how many ads do you get on your phone or on your computer now that say hey you're personality check your clout score check your uh something i just had something come up with my id your reputation score i have reputation Mm. scores how many times have you seen that come up in an ad check your reputation score see what people think and say about you you had so many people look look for your information or whatever and uh why why is that important for anyone it will be with a social credit system because by golly if you do something i don't like and i don't say you know i mean if you say or do something that i don't like then i'm going to give you a negative it feels like a black mirror episode but that's how they run exactly a black mirror episode but that's how china runs how you get rewarded or not eventually that chip will be in your palm or your head but anyway like that the social credit system you'll get your barcode either way we're getting a barcode so i'm not getting a barcode gail i don't know about you but i would just assume check out 
Oh yeah, guillotine for me for sure. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I'm getting killed right away. Oh, I'm, I'm too. I'm bossy and, and I have I'm opinions. okay with that. Yeah, I know. Me too. Honestly, I really am. People are talking about. I feel the sorry revolution. for my children and my grandchildren. I do. Well, yeah, it's really going to hit your grandbabies. Yeah, they won't. They won't be allowed to be free thinkers. And I think what is sad for me is my whole life I've been alternative. Like my whole life I've been a rebel. You know. I got in trouble when I was in church. I would get sent to the pastor's office all the time. But I wasn't in church until like late in my life. I was I was wild, but I was always different. I always had a thing for the underdog. Uh, you know, I mean, like Dolly Parton, you know, I wanted to be trash when I grew up or whatever. And so um, love the unlovable, I guess. Always fringe. And now it, it kills my soul to see the fringe become mainstream and then to behave like everything that they were against. It's it's like hard to see it when, you know, you've been pretty, I don't know. It's just hard, it's just hard to see. So it's sad to see people forget. You know, I, it's like literally I'm watching people forget who they are right in front of them. Forget who their family is. People who care about them over crazy things. Things that shouldn't even be, you know, it's just crazy. There was a question that was posed today that if people were not so upset over masks and vaccines, what would be, they be bitching about right now? Whatever the the latest thing. Yeah, whatever they're is. manipulated about. Oh, and on that. Yeah. What you got coming up? I got a lot of fun stuff. I've got Mo Alexander, the Pride Center. Yay, Mo. Our new Knoxville's Pride Center, which, by the way, if you are hungry, go talk to them about uh, getting... You, you can't just willy-nilly... I mean, I don't know your circumstances. I'm not going to say you can't do anything because... Uh, John Camp will move a damn mountain somehow. I'm telling you, so, <laughs> he will. He so will. I don't know that you can't can't never could do anything, but I am thrilled to be a part of the new Pride Center and be able to get my hands dirty. Uh, this is going to be a fun thing. I have a couple fun things coming up, but I'm happy to be able to actually help people and not you know have to feel obligated to whatever it hurts my heart to see christian people not be inclusive you know yeah so uh they um south press which is the local queer coffee shop yes here in knoxville if you're from out of town and we go check it out it's a great space if you Uh, if you have been turned away (laughs) if you've been turned away at the (laughs) end come (laughs) You know, yeah. come be luck. Go go to Knox Pride. Uh, they do have hours that they're there. They're not there past four o'clock um, in the afternoon because they're family men and they have families and and lives Knox and Pride, everything else. You talking? About, yeah, I'm talking about the coffee shop. Oh, the coffee shop. Yeah. Oh the yeah. Coffee go by there as a well. Little, a little later, but yes, yes. But they were having a canned food drive for Knox Pride. Nice and. Sh- Charlotte and I said, okay, we're going to go do this. 
So we got a bunch of canned goods and took them down there to them. One thing that I've been doing lately is uh, I've been back into couponing here lately. And anything that I can find for a penny or find for free, I've decided it's just going to go to Knox Pride. Unless my family needs it, of course. But... Well, you give a lot in general. You know, donations. The Almighty God only asks for ten percent. That's all He asks for. Ten. That's it. So everything extra is a gift. But so you don't have to feel guilty about not giving everything away. You are allowed to be a blessing. Just saying. I've never understood the tithe thing anyway, and exactly where that comes from. I know it comes from the Bible, but. Um, I've been always under the give what you can. Yeah, that's well, yeah. you can do that. As and if, well. you, if you don't have that 10%, you know, 10% doesn't sound like a lot. But when you're when you're poor, when you're young, and you're struggling, and you see that your mother's got $8 to her name, and she's trying to decide on what to buy for dinner, you know, but here, yeah, let me go give 80 cents to the church, whereas 80 cents may may buy a couple of cans of food right? know, for people. Well, so give what you can. I, and, correct. If you are, I know exactly where it comes from in the Bible, and it comes in Malachi. It's the one thing God has in this whole entire Bible. There are two things, two times really, that God specifically says, test me. Every time else, he's like, pretty much do what I say. But in uh, Malachi, and I don't have this, I am not a Bible scholar, by the way. Uh, But the tithing sermon does come around, usually uh, twice a year, maybe, for most people. But he basically says, would a man rob God? And uh, trust me in this, like, I've given you everything, and all I'm asking is 10% back. The tithe is what caused the original sin between Cain and Abel. That doesn't say that in Malachi. I'm going back. But Malachi 3.10 says, bring the whole tithe to the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, said the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room to store it. Yes. And so um, if you... I'm looking for the 10%, though. The tithe, that amount? Yeah. It says somewhere in there a tenth. Google tithing 10%. So, um, and it may just be a portion, and we as humans have put the 10% number on there. Well, that that's what okay. I'm saying. Okay. Like, well, but, what you're supposed but, to give him is your first and your best right off the top. Like if you go back to Genesis when he tells, you know, Cain and Abel and the first given of crops and why Cain just lackadaisically here, you can just have whatever. And then he blessed Abel. And that's why Cain hit him in a rock and killed him. Because God proved, hey, if you trust me enough to give me your best, I'm going to pour out everything on you. And it isn't about other people. It's about trusting God. So you don't have to tithe to a church. How much blessing have you gotten when you have selflessly given something away? 
we have talked about this before. Yes. And, and it's, and some it's people, the paying it forward. To me, it has absolutely nothing to do with religion or or God correct. in that source. I'm just saying that it, when Good you're putting karma. it in religion, as you would call it, some people will call it law of attraction. Some people will say you got to give to get. Whatever. I'm just saying in the manuscript of the Bible that Christians are supposed to follow... That's where that comes from. He says, test me in this. The other addendum is to honor your father and mother, and he will give you a long life. That's the other addendum, supposedly. I don't know. Again, I am not a theology scholar. Everything that I feel is on faith. I don't think the the Bible itself, God says the way is narrow also. The way is narrow. Like, really? You think about that. Perhaps the way is narrow because you're supposed to love all of the unlovable, like his son did. You're supposed to love all the people that nobody wants to love, or that are fringe, or that are different from you, or that aren't like the status quo. And Maybe that's the narrow way. Not that you're so pious that you're up in heaven like an angel with God, but maybe because you stand at the door and you say, hey, I want you to meet my dad. He'll take care of everything for you. So I don't know. I don't know. But for me, you know, I do believe that. So it's funny and it makes me sad it breaks my heart at how many people do use it as a grift but i think you were put into my life and i was put into your life for reasons mm-hmm. reasons <laughs> but it's not about you know hating or bashing and i'm certain god does not care who anybody's fucking i think god cares about people being soul tied to the wrong people so that their lives are destroyed by making bad decisions you know like that's all i think he cares about i think that men had and especially the way that property was handed down biblically are why the adultery things were so important because in jewish law land was handed down through the female's side because you knew that that child was born to that Mm-hmm. person I don't know when the patriarchy changed it around the women took the men's last name and all that kind of stuff do you know do I think that's a thing yeah and also the I'm not saying that there is not systemic racism at all I think that all of uh, Jane Elliott's I mean I think her blue eyed brown eyed uh, experiment is very um, eye-opening I think the fact that you know with how teaching things in schools but those are government run you know our schools weren't always government run and uh, paid for through government funding and it was sadly within the church or the township so I guess technically the government would pay the teacher in smaller schools or whatever back in the day but did you see the list of rules that that teacher had to deal with and in as worse if you're a female 
but like you read back even Ichabod Crane and you know <laughs> those stories like even the male teachers you had to have a certain set of standards and a high you know moral whatever which is part of the puritanical crazy but religion has been manipulated since the beginning of time as a tool to you know keep people all in line for everything to come all this stems from me asking new world order what you got going on i know (laughs) well we can put that back in the church thing but anyhow well yeah because i went off on a tangent about how good pride the pride thing is and they're behaving so you're gonna do you're gonna do open mic comedy night i at am. pride start december 6th yeah and starting december on 8th on a wednesday we're gonna do bratty's cathartic karaoke yeah which is gonna which, be a lot of fun too i hope so yeah it's gonna i think so a lot of people love to see it's been it. a lot it's been a long time i used to run it out of my house and i would make a cake and we'd have mimosas and it was just a fun time yeah and then the pandemic hit and i was like wah was sad so i'm excited that we're bringing it back bringing it back me too i'm very excited the space is great for comedy shows and things like that little mini performances and uh a portion of all the proceeds for it i'm doing a ticketed comedy show november Mm -hmm. 20th so this may hit right about the same time um that it uh is coming out but I hope a lot of people will come, but part of the proceeds go back into the Pride Center so that they can continue doing the good works that they do, and that's very important, and again, that would be like tithing if you, whatever you do, and you put a portion back into the community, so that's all I'm saying, and whether that's a law of the universe that was in this manuscript it works it is tried and true and um however somebody that's telling you to give everything that you have uh when you have not taken care of your needs as well and you don't have i you know hearing a street preacher or a televangelist asking you to send in cash don't don't do that let's not also on november 20th is gg story time yay where oh, that's that day it is yeah so i'll be there in the morning nice and in the evening for you you love me i do. Have to do both then i'll have to come in the morning too <laughs> maybe we can it maybe... starts promptly at 10 o'clock yes <laughs> and uh <laughs> we have if i mean i've patterned in it pattern pattern patterned patterned it off of the library at the story time at the library so we're gonna have music song music sing-alongs crafts and stories it's gonna be awesome my granddaughter really liked it that's a lot packing i didn't write them but that was cool yeah so this theme is uh turkeys thanksgiving oh fun so it's gonna be everything thanksgiving and we'll make us a little turkey too it is november and i am very thankful Mm -hmm. for you 
I'm very thankful for you. I just want you to know that I've been out of it with COVID brain is real, by the way. I didn't, I didn't mean to. But putting words together and it's bad enough when you're old. So I heard you got some new tropics. I did them. They should be delivered tomorrow or something. Yeah, I'll let you know what happens. Well, it'll take at least 10 days. Yeah. To yeah. start to email. But I got a month supply and we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I'm very interested. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. I had a... Use that coupon. I had That's a magic I formula um, written down of actual individual ones to get, but... You know, I wrote it somewhere. Now I don't know where I wrote it and put it down. So yay me. <laughs> so, and we're thankful for our listeners too. Very thankful for our listeners. Very, very thankful. We should do something nice for them. Yeah. I don't know what. I can't think of anything right now. Oh, uh, I don't know. If they'll send us their mailing address, I would like to send them a card this year. May it be Christmas, winter thankful whatever we had said before too if you send us your mailing address i mean we're not gonna spam you with stuff but we'll send you a sticker we'll send you a card yeah nobody's biting gavin girl time at gmail.com yeah and you can find us on all the social medias under gavin girl time and gail is gabin gail time on instagram yeah i'm gonna have to actually put my real name now because of I'm getting an EPK electronic press kit done, and I'm going to actually start. You know, we're starting to produce shows together, by the way. I don't know if you realize this, but it's not going to be any Gail Gail Grantham Presents. It's just going to be GGT Presents, these comedy shows. Okay, yeah. So we're bringing Mo Alexander, November 20th, to the Knox Pride Center on his you know, it's just a kind of a layover trip on his vills. He's he's gonna be all. I around. love Mo. I love Mo too. He is freaking hilarious, like mm-hmm. really hilarious. And I'll be doing twenty minutes on that show, so I'm featuring. I'm having a feature spot, and then awesome. Um, well, and he has a he has a, his actual feature coming with them. So I don't know. I'm not really a feature. I'm like a. It doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> he has another person traveling with him who's on tour his tour mate and then in december at scruffy city hall which normally our friend beth tompkins who has been on the show before Mm -hmm. she runs the open mic there and um she had taken a sabbatical and holly lanae had asked me about a place to come to town and she even asked about Scruffy, and I was like, maybe I can ask. So I asked, and I'm so excited that I get to utilize uh, Scruffy City Hall and bring Holly Lena to town. It's Holly Lene. I See, that's my COVID brain. Like, I see things in my mind now, how stuff is spelled out, and not when I know the pronunciation is different and my brain goes nope it's like this and it comes out my mouth and I sound completely stupid I meant every bit that the devil was be doing it and then I'm like well not necessarily the devil and it's like what I am sympathetic to your plight because that's me all the time yeah not just COVID I I still haven't had it so 
Not that I'm aware of. I may have had it and you know, here's didn't the deal. Even know it. We don't know. The fact is, it's just like if I started a church today, my own church, I would honestly, in all honesty in my heart, I feel fairly confident and assured that there is a God. However, if I started a church, it'd have to be the church of don't nobody know for sure. Because it's just don't nobody know shit. Don't nobody know for sure. Maybe, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so the but uh, that's the weird thing with COVID in my personal experience. Now, I am not gathering data. I don't have I haven't done a control group or anything like that. But just as me, because at first I was like, eh, whatever, you know, I didn't. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I live with people who are compromised. As I've said before, I have the obesities. Bill has the diabetes. His mom had the dementias and the COPDs. Oh, I was reading something very, very interesting about dementia um, that it usually it is laying dormant pretty much in your body. And you unless you're diagnosed in like your 40s or something mm-hmm. like that like it could come on in your 40s mm-hmm. but you will not be properly diagnosed until you know you're well into your 60s and by then it is too late your brain is mush and you will never recover from that mm-hmm. yes so they're trying to find ways to diagnose it um is that you know for people who are younger and you know people who alzheimer's are age, yes or dementia both. They are two different things. Both, but Alzheimer's, the... Alzheimer's literally takes away parts of your brain, mm-hmm. like it eats away that part of your brain. Dementia, you can be on a loop, but you've lost your short-term. As I, you know, whistle, you lose your short-term memory ability. It's like, but you have long-term memories. Like you haven't lost literally everything. You just get in a loop. Like, and which is weird because I felt like COVID brain was like I had dementia. Like, am I in snorting dementia dust? You know, am I becoming what's going on? It's crazy. So, uh, anyhow, that is wild and it is sad mm-hmm. that they don't have a way to detect it. And also, people, the, it, the amount of money it takes to have somebody diagnosed or proven incompetent Mm -hmm. because of finances and because there are so many shady people out there it is insane and I think that those laws were put in place because you had so many people that were taking advantage of people so I don't Mm. I don't I don't have any any of the answers and now I totally don't remember what I I have a personal theory good thing though um that it is all the um, non-natural things that we put in our body, all the plastics. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, all that's just rotting our brains out. I wonder, and, they said lead, you know, lead, mm-hmm. aluminum, steel, stuff like that. Think of how long people used those aluminum, you know, or metal ice trays mm-hmm. forever and ever since yeah. the ice box was invented and then plastic ice trays. And they talked about how, you know, the dilithamine, whatever stuff, why you're not supposed to freeze like cheap bottles and then let them thaw out and all Mm -hmm. that because of the whatever's released from the plastic. It starts with a D. I don't know. Yeah. Um, The uh, uh, 
but like the COVID situation with my personal experience was I got vaccinated, you know, basically if you have the EDs and something could happen, I thought, okay, cool. Now though, I had a, one of my friends who had COVID, she had long COVID and then because her mom is being taken care of in a, you know, by a, a caregiver, they were like, no, you can't see your mom unless you're vaccinated. So of course she's going to get vaccinated. It almost killed her because she had such strong antibodies that the vaccine, the doctor was like, why did you do that? And she was immune, immune compromised to start with. Mm-hmm. And so, all right, the news isn't telling you that because they have an agenda because they want to force it's not the vaccine they want to force. They want to force vaccine passports, but that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> but as far as the vaccine itself is called, I have COVID brain. I completely feel effects still in my body. Um, I also have long had long COVID where I continued to have symptoms longer than I had <laughs> the testing positive for COVID. My boyfriend's mom who has COPD and is elderly, got COVID, was tested several times for COVID, was completely asymptomatic and told us, I'm perfectly fine, which is what she says every time she sees us. Now, she may have had super, she also got the vaccine, but she may have had the super antibodies that they're talking about because she was a nurse for like 40 years and used to work like in the tuberculosis and the infectious disease part for a long time. Who knows what type of vaccines and super antibodies that she has? Probably super antibodies. So then Bill got COVID. Diabetes. We're both overweight. I We both should have died. Uh, <laughs> Bill had antibiotics and whatever. I had religiously been taking my vitamin D um, and my vitamins. I did not go to the doctor and get prescribed Invermessin or whatever that drug is. And even though, or Invermentin, whatever one, I don't know how it's pronounced. Um, is it a horse tranquilizer? Yeah, we got, however, has that start, stopped any kids from, you know, doing shit at a rave? Like, special K and stuff like that. That's, that is also some type of veterinary ketamine, you know, is used at the vets and things like that. How funny that you say that. Cause that's a recreational drug. I was listening to a podcast where, um, this guy had done ketamine in a mm-hmm. controlled, um, environment. Yes. A therapist there and doctor there and, um, that it helped him with his depression. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, there. I mean, there is a place. I believe in psychedelics for mental health issues. Um, the drug, Invermessin, Invermentin, whatever one, I don't know, the the one that Joe Rogan took that everybody is like, horse, whatever. I've heard it laxative. said two ways. I've heard it said Ivermectin and then Invermectin. Okay, thank you for so, correcting me. Yeah. So, yeah, whichever one that whatever the name of the drug is is a legitimate prescription drug that your doctor can prescribe you for things. The new pill that they're giving out, the COVID pill, is supposed to be a anti-malaria drug that they use normally. 
very odd since one of the first drugs that treated uh, COVID to start with was an anti-malaria drug. Oddly, if you look at everything overseas and and where the COVID cases have calmed down, uh, the drugs that they're treating them with are all ones that America has said you can't treat people with. It's almost as if they want to manipulate numbers. Now, uh, it's all about money. My ex-husband died of COVID. Now, he had also COPD. He was not vaccinated that I know of, but I'm not sure that he was also taken to the doctor or the hospital in a timely fashion to be treated in the window where they Mm -hmm. could give you the antibody treatment and all of that for. Now, since they're using the antibody treatment, do they still need healthy blood that has not been vaccinated to create more of the antibody situation to make people better or not? I don't know. And um, I am pro-choice in it all. And I think we've got to stop villainizing people who choose for whatever their personal reasons are not to have the vaccine. You know, because we don't know if they've had, uh, if they have antibodies and super antibodies and, you know, we don't know. And here's the deal. Being vaccine, being vaccinated doesn't keep you from getting it and it doesn't keep you from dying from it. And it doesn't ensure that you're going to be okay. It is all a freaking Russian roulette and you will just have to see I hope your family does not have to deal with the devastating effects of finding out this disease that came out of Wuhan China from Dr. Xi experimenting on the SARS virus and bats and that's all I got to say about that (laughs) I am I'm actually getting another kind of vaccine this week so Funny, 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 funny. You should say all that. What kind of vaccine are you? I'm going to get shingles vaccine. Did you ever have chicken pox? I did not have chicken pox until I was 20 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think you probably should. Yeah, and I got it up here in college of all places, Mm. and uh, it was horrible. And I had to go home to Nashville for a week because I wanted my mommy to take care of me. Um, But, yeah, I have read too many things about... My granny had shingles too, and uh-huh. I just remember it being just horrible for her. So yes. yeah, I'm gonna go get the shingles vaccine. Do it, and then yeah, you should. I'm not. <laughs> you know, I'm just. Anyway, that's cool though. I'm just not. I did the. I did the freaking Pfizer. So I did Moderna. I'm probably not gonna get a booster, though. I mean. I'm definitely not because I got sick. Yeah. So, well, thank you, everyone. (laughs) I know what a segue. Mostly I'm saying it because I got to (laughs) pee. Me too, me too, me too. That's good. I got plenty of bathrooms. Bathrooms for everyone. So um, I I said who Gail was, but I am, of course, Bridie Von Beaverhausen, and you can find me on Instagram and uh, the other one that I use. TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Bruce Tonsils. Yeah. Under there. 
I need Come more Instagram friends. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I gotta. When we're off air, I gotta tell you what's going on this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fine. In Fat World. All right. <laughs> we thank you so much for listening to Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Gail's doing her little pee pee dance. Beep.